Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures will rise quickly to about 50 to 55 degrees with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. In fact, quite a few clouds from late morning through early afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. But it's pleasant right now at 1259. It is 50, 47 degrees at the wharf, 45 at Oxon Hill, 41 degrees in Sterling at 1259 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan. Coming up on WTOP, we're closely following developments in the Middle East where a four-day pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas is now underway. A gunfight in D.C. between a park police officer and a suspect just before the holiday. We now now have information about the suspect who lost his life. Inmates share their thoughts on gratitude from behind bars. I'm Kate Ryan. Virginia's state constitution would change if these state lawmakers get their way. I'm Nick Ainelli. There's a ton of holiday goodness available at small businesses in the DMV. I'm Ralph Fox. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fodia. Ceasefire is now supposed to be in effect in Gaza to pave the way for a prisoner exchange scheduled for about eight and a half hours from now. Our team coverage starts in Jerusalem. CBS's Linda Gradstein. The ceasefire took root at 7 a.m. Israel time, and Israelis are waiting for the first group of hostages to be freed. Israeli officials warn they may face health complications and say they will be brought to medical facilities where they will be reunited with their families. Israel has said it will release 150 Palestinian prisoners, and the deal of hostages for prisoners could be extended. But in Gaza, which has been battered from the sky by Israel since the Hamas terrorist attack into Israel a month and a half ago, they march through the streets of Ramallah, shouting the deal between Israel and Hamas isn't enough. They want to see an end to the war on Gaza completely and the release of all Palestinian prisoners. CBS News correspondent MTS Tayab. With the growth of online shopping and changing habits, Black Friday is not as much of a thing here as it used to be, but it is becoming one in some countries that don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. Heinz offered hails from Germany. Similar thing. Uh, they are just starting to have a similar day on the same day but not everybody knows what Black Friday is so it's well different and slim, similar at the same time. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says he does not know the woman who's filed a legal document accusing him of sexual assault some 30 years ago. The accusation absolutely did not happen. I don't even call uh, who this person is. I, I've, I've never been meeting them. Adams was in the NYPD at the time. As funeral and memorial plans are finalized for former First Lady Rosalind Carter, Details of her final moments are coming into focus. CBS's Linda Kenyon tells us about them. Chip Carter, the son of Rosalind and former President Jimmy Carter, describes how his parents held hands the night before Rosalind died. Then aides helped Jimmy into his hospital bed, placed feet to feet with Rosalind's, so the two could sit propped up facing each other to talk. Chip says by Sunday, with Rosalind no longer able to speak and with Jimmy gazing at her, she died. There are tied elections and then there is this. A candidate for parish sheriff in northwest Louisiana is demanding a recount after losing by a single vote in an election where more than 43,000 ballots were cast. Correspondent Jim Crisula, in Ireland there have been violent clashes in downtown Dublin after a five-year-old girl was seriously injured in a knife attack that also left a woman and two other 
other young children hospitalized. AAA's national average for a gallon of regular gasoline, $3.27. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 103 on Friday morning, November the 24th. Many are cleaning up after a great Thanksgiving. 41 degrees. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. Welcome into the Overnight Shift this Black Friday morning. The top local stories that we're following this hour. New this morning on WTOP, D.C. police have identified the suspect killed in an exchange of gunfire with U.S. Park Police yesterday. They say that the 30-year-old Terrell Delante Campbell fled from police officers following what they call a drug violation incident in the area of 12th Street and Massachusetts Avenue Northwest. At some point, gunfire was exchanged between a single officer and Campbell. Police say Campbell was shot and taken to a local hospital where he died. The park officer who fired several shots was also struck multiple times in the torso and his legs. He's said to be in stable condition. U.S. Park Police are investigating the incident as well as reviewing body cam footage. The officer has been placed on administrative leave. Back in August, WTOP visited with Maryland men who were enrolled in a university program why behind bars on Thanksgiving Day? Our Kate Ryan caught up with a couple of them. The prison doors may have closed at Maryland's Jessup Correctional Institution, but another door has opened for the participants in the Bowie State University degree program there. Jermaine Williams. I'm grateful to be given a second chance to further my education. And Timothy Hawkins on his feelings this Thanksgiving Day holiday. Grateful for the options, the options that I've been given through this program. WTOP first met them in August. Now they're heading into midterms. Williams explains working towards a sociology degree has already made a big difference for him. I'm looking at things from a different view now, like I'm walking a different path. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Some lawmakers in Virginia say they want to change these change the state's constitution. They're set to begin that process soon as the next legislative session is scheduled to get underway January the 10th in Richmond. When lawmakers get back to work in Richmond, they'll consider a pair of state constitutional amendments. One of them, the most controversial, would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. Amending the Constitution is complicated, though, requiring both the House and Senate to pass the amendment during two separate legislative sessions. Then the amendment would need to be approved by voters, which at the earliest would happen in 2026. The other amendment lawmakers will consider would ensure that felons get their voting rights restored after they get out of prison. Under the current law, felons can't get their voting rights restored unless they petition the governor and the governor agrees to it. Scott Surville, the Virginia Senate's new majority leader, supports moving ahead with that. Most people think they have a right to vote, but they don't realize that there's nothing in the United States Bill of Rights about every American or every Virginian having a right to vote. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Meanwhile, Virginia State Delegate Don Scott is scheduled to become the state's Commonwealth first black speaker in history next year. He was on NBC's Meet the Press Now earlier this week. The Hampton Roads delegate says Virginia voters spoke up on the issues that matter most to them during the recent November election. Virginia voters said, listen, we care about protecting women's reproductive health care. We care about preventing uh, gun violence. 
We care about making sure that every voter has the right to exercise their sacred uh, franchise. And we want to make sure that we do everything in our power to make sure that every hardworking Virginia is rewarded for their hard work with the dignity of having equal, uh, equal pay for women and uh, a minimum wage to be able to take care of their family. Delegate Scott says he's sure he'll be able to work across the aisle with Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin on issues such as education, the opioid crisis, and improving mental health care. It's 107. The holiday madness is underway. Billions of dollars will be spent over the next couple of weeks on gifts, and the local retailers have a smorgasbord of options as well. Small businesses in the DMV have just about anything you may be looking for in a gift. Alexandria's Penny Post has a variety of presents aimed at teachers, including great desk decor and stationery. If candles are more your vibe, Handmade Habitat in Brookland has some great selections. A green thumb plants galore at Rewild with locations in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Travel fans can find a unique collection of gifts at Sophisticate Supply in Alexandria. We have a complete list of holiday gifts online at WTOP.com. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, getting ready for the Black Friday rush amid the changes in the rapidly changing retail shopping environment. That story, as well as all of the latest news, including what's taking place in the Middle East, coming right up on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Ken in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dan. Good morning, everyone. The crash on southbound 270 south of 121 has cleared. All lanes are now open, so no delays either side of 270 between Bethesda and Frederick. And once you get out to the Frederick area, if you're going to hang that left on 70 heading out to the west, you're going to find no delays. And to the east, 70 wide open between Frederick and the Baltimore Beltway, and also on 70 heading into Ellicott City, and then heading south on 29 into Silver Spring as a clear ride. There are no delays on 95 or 295 between the two Beltways and Route 50 clear both directions. All lanes are open between the Capitol Beltway and the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge, two lanes going east and three lanes going west. The usual configuration in place. No congestion in Virginia. The Capitol Beltway, all lanes are clear between the Legion Bridge heading all the way to the Wilson Bridge. 395 wide open in the main lanes all directions. No issues on 95 in Virginia between Springfield and Fredericksburg. And you'll find no delays on 66. All lanes are clear. No active work zones between the Beltway heading out to Haymarket and back. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Ken. Now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson with our Friday morning forecast. I am tracking the next weather maker. It is going to be moving into our area today, and we are going to have some additional cloud cover. Should remain dry, though, the way it's looking right now. Temperatures will start out in the 30s. We'll top out in the low to mid-50s. Hey, that's seasonal for this time of the year. But again, quite a few clouds until sunset when clouds start exiting. That's going to leave us with partly sunny skies for your Saturday and much cooler air. Mid-40s for highs on Saturday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 45 right now in Roslyn, 43 Farragut Square, 40 degrees in Laurel. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP, 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go into the Bloomberg newsroom and check in with Tracy Johnkey. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 
If you don't get your fill of girl meets boy, you are the king of Christmas movies. Girl hates boy. I'm a popular guy. What can I say? And ultimately, happy endings. They ended up making Christmas magic. From the incoming avalanche of holiday movies, a bunch of TikTokers have some books they'd like to share with you. There's a fake dating trope, an inheritance scandal, angst. All the things we love. She's one of thousands of readers posting book reviews on TikTok and other social media platforms about romance novels in particular. Shopper Insights firm Circana says book sales overall fell 4% in the first 10 months of this year. But the romance category is heading for its third straight year of growth with a lot of help from TikTok reviewers. Everything I could ever want in a book boyfriend. Also helping draw in readers, greater diversity in plot lines and in authors. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Junkie on WTOP. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. Others are going to take some configuration. That's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there, and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high-risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your network. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients, doctors, advocates, fundraisers. Collectively, our smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org slash learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring, nutritious meals, and enrichment programming to these deserving children. Imagine the possibilities. By investing in Horton's Kids, you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams. So please join us. Visit Hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs, volunteer, or make a donation. Together, we can transform lives.
A commander's road win against Dallas? It had potential. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Blind? Low vision? Eyesight changing? You are not alone. Connecting with blind and low vision people can provide support and expand your understanding of what is possible. We are making our own choices every day, but we are also stronger together. To learn more, visit us on the web at blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It's 115. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for being with us. Continuing coverage of the crisis in the Middle East on WTOP. A four-day ceasefire in Gaza between Israel and Hamas is now underway. It's a day later than originally planned. Qatari officials made the announcement yesterday as negotiators worked out the final details of the deal, which led to the release of the dozens of hostages. Israel's government spokesman Avi Hyman tells Fox News, while they're optimistic about getting back dozens of the hostages in Gaza, they remain aware of the frailty of the deal. We know exactly who the enemy is, what they are, and what they've done. So we're waiting with hope and and prayer that uh, those families are reunited tomorrow. But again, we know who we're facing. Meanwhile, WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks with Michael O'Hallion. He's the Phil Knight Chair in Defense and Strategy at the Brookings Institution. This is an interim tactical measure that both sides are not only trying to protect their own people, but also figure out how this will play internationally and figure out how it contributes to the larger strategy that each of them is now pursuing. And for Hamas, that's, of course, survival. And for Israel, it's, of course, the annihilation of Hamas or certainly its overthrow as a government of the Gaza region. And so in that sense, the goals remain fundamentally incompatible. There is no meeting of the minds. There is only a potential short-term concession to immediate humanitarian needs on each side of this terrible struggle. And therefore, if either side decides that at some point the benefits of the deal are no longer great enough to justify whatever deviation it may create from their intended strategic goal, you could imagine this thing being postponed multiple times. And I only say this not to predict it, but you know, and, but maybe to knock on wood in the hope that if we count on this pause happening and and we sort of assume that everybody wants the best for you know everyone involved no we have to think that both sides are pursuing larger strategic long-term goals and if they see this tactical pause as interfering with their goals they may indefinitely procrastinate so i hope that's not the case i don't really have a good tactical feel for what's leading to the delay in people's minds really but i could imagine more delays coming and if and when this actually does relent even for a short time it's worth counting our blessings at that juncture but we're not there yet we know that hamas would like to hold on to some hostages otherwise they don't really have any leverage in this whole thing they let some 50 people go will they hold on to the rest or will they take advantage of the offer to have each day of peace and no fighting and 10 more people released? Well, I think you put it well when you said this is their main leverage right now, apart from the ability to regenerate and to just maintain the resistance, you know, that they've done for so long and uh, and to promise future violent attacks. 
So those are their only real strengths in this whole situation. And the ability to carry out attack is certainly not very compelling right now when they're just fighting for their lives. And and so I do think that Hamas has very powerful incentives to hold on to some of the hostages. I, I'm not going to predict. Uh, I haven't felt like I could predict any step in this crisis or conflict up until now. But the central point is that Hamas doesn't have that many cards to play and release of hostages is perhaps the main one. So I don't expect it to happen easily, quickly or all at once. Michael O'Hallion with the Brookings Institute. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The ceasefire and hostage prisoner and hostage exchange is scheduled to begin today between Israel and Hamas. The fire is out. Residents are being allowed back into their homes in eastern Kentucky after a train derailment. Keep it here. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the Yates. Let's go to Ken in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dan. Good morning, everyone. Uh, that accident southbound 270 or near uh, 121 has cleared. All lanes are now open and no worries as you make your way between Bethesda and Frederick. All lanes are clear. In Virginia, the only real issue we've got is the ongoing 495 Express Lanes extension project. And this is causing the new traffic pattern on the inner loop uh, where lanes go from 4 to 3 on the Beltway's inner on the approach to the toll road. And we are seeing a brief delay heading through that stretch. Again, keep that in mind. Also, you've got a new uh, exit ramp there from the inner to the Dulles Toe Road. So also keep that in mind if you're heading out to Dulles or all points where you'd have to use 267. Otherwise, traffic on, on the Capitol Beltway is clear with all lanes on the outer wide open. Between the Legion Bridge heading to the Wilson Bridge and in Maryland, there are no delays to worry about. All lanes are wide open, no accidents. 50 clear, leaving the Capitol Beltway to the uh, to the east, heading to the Bay Bridge, 95 and 295 between 495 and 695. Wide open, no delays between Washington and Baltimore. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson has our forecast. I am expecting a quiet stretch of weather. That does include today, but we do have a weather maker that's going to be moving in and through and giving us some additional cloud cover compared to yesterday. In fact, looking at mostly cloudy skies for your late morning hours, early afternoon. Temperatures start out in the 30s. We'll top out between about 50 and 50. Degrees. And then on Saturday, much colder, 20s to start, low to mid-40s for the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Around our area right now, we're looking at 41 degrees at Tyson's, 42 degrees in Potomac. LaFont Plaza has 47 degrees. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, Maryland looks to be getting some additional money from a 20-plus-year-old tobacco settlement. And this has been in litigation for years. We'll explain coming up. WTOP News Time now. It is 121. Want to get out of just about anything and look like an earth-saving hero? Just use the environment excuse. High school reunion? Sorry, can't. Planetary obligations. Unfortunate bridesmaid's dress? Unfortunately, you promised the climate you'd buy more vintage. Chauffeuring teens? The earth really needs them to hoof it. The environment is always the best excuse. Find your out and opt in to cutting carbon. Just visit theenvironmentexcuse.org. Brought to you by Wild Aid. When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free. Rolling strong. Belief. Believe you can. 
and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. If there's a story you need to know about, you'll hear it on WTOP. A new study has ranked the safest cars for your teen driver. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Several big problems on the Beltway. Looks like rain will be moving in later today. Good news on gas prices may be just down the road. When you want to know, you know you'll hear it on WTOP News. I heard it on WTOP. 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 WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It is 123. A 10-vehicle crash in Harford County sent two people to the hospital on Thanksgiving Day. It happened around 1.30 on northbound I-95 in Edgewood. County EMS and fire say they responded to the crash and checked at least 20 people for injuries. The Maryland State Police say two people were hospitalized. The extent of their injuries is unknown. The crash involved at least one car carrying trailer. The cause is now under investigation. Maryland will get $30 million in disputed payments the state was set to get nearly 25 years ago when the landmark settlement between the tobacco companies and nearly every U.S. state was approved. The Baltimore Sun is reporting a panel of arbitrators unanimously ruled the funds were owed the state by the tobacco giants Philip Morris, which makes Marlboro and Parliament cigarettes, and the R.J. Reynolds Company, which owns Camilla Newport. No word yet from the attorneys representing the tobacco companies. The reality competition Squid Games faces a legal challenge. A lawsuit has been threatened after Squid Game, the challenge premiered on Netflix. A British personal injuries law firm is representing two unnamed players who say they suffered hypothermia and nerve damage. The contestants' allegations concern their experience shooting the show's opening game, Red Light, Green Light, in which players must evade the attention of a gigantic, menacing, robotic doll. The game was filmed in the UK during a cold snap. The streamer confirmed at the time that three of the 456 contestants needed medical attention. The law firm said its clients risked their health by having to stay motionless for long periods during the shoot as they attempted to stay in the competition. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Four and eight for the Commanders, and it's not looking too good. Here's Steve Dresner. We'll start with NFL action from Dallas. Commanders falling to the Cowboys 45-10. to They're now 4-8. Quarterback Sam Howell, 28 for 44. 300 yards. He did have a rushing touchdown. However, he did give up a costly pick six in the fourth quarter. After the game, Commanders head coach Ron Rivera on his quarterback's play. I thought Sam did some things. He was he was efficient early on. Um, you know, got the, made some really good decisions, got the ball out early, but you know, when you, you get into a, a position where you're, you're trying to score and they know you're trying to score, it gets really tough on you. With the loss, the Commanders are now 0-5 versus division opponents. They'll have just over a week off. They'll return to action a week from Sunday as Miami comes to FedEx Field. That'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff. Elsewhere around the NFL, the 49ers top the Seahawks 